0: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for thursday april 28th 2022 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside forbes 30 under 30 aka the future class of video games aka the okay beast blessing adio Oye jr Greg, for a split second, as you were introing, you held
1: up a Rubik's Cube and, like, twisted it real fast. Yeah. I was going to say, like, if you solved that Rubik's Cube in half a second, I would have been very impressed.
0: Well, here's what I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen. If you're driving your FedEx truck, your UPS truck, your van full of nuns right now, and you're one of those people that can sit there with one hand and just and do a Rubik's Cube, you are one of the most impressive fucking people on the planet. I wish I could do that. Now, I don't wish I could do it enough where I'd practice to do it and learn how to do it, bless, but I wish I could do that. Do you know how to solve a Rubik's Cube? You have to know fuck no Do you why do you have a rubik's cube yesterday i got a i got a puzzle quest 2 or puzzle quest 3 swag box with some pillows and Mm. uh 20 sided dice and then a a rubik's cube with all the puzzle quest gems on it Mm. you should learn I, you didn't ask the question do you know how to do it i asked you do you know how to do it no i don't
1: know i don't know how to do it no i had a friend grow, my best friend growing up actually could do the Rubik's cube in about i want to say like two minutes maybe two to three minutes and we all thought it was the most impressive thing because yeah. it was the most impressive thing um and i i tried to learn like i tried to do the thing where i sat down of course there's like a bunch of youtube videos tutorials sure. to like, tell you all the strategies uh and all the solutions to solve a cube but like i just didn't have the patience for it I'll, after a while i was just like why am i doing this like the only reason I'm going to do this is to impress other people. And how often do I feel like impressing other people with the fact that I can solve a Rubik's cube?
0: And see, that's the thing where I feel like it would have been such a dope thing to learn as a child to then just break out. Nick Scarpino, you know, for literally three days during the start of the pandemic bought a keyboard and was going to learn how to play piano so that when pandemic was over he could just sit down at a piano one day and wow us or whatever think of how amazing that would be that if you were just that person and you you're 30 some years old you know you show up to some party to meet some people and you see a rubik's cube over on the shelf and you're like oh man that's funny you just go done it and put it down they're like holy shit you seem so well rounded, but at some point you must have been a huge fucking loser. And <laughs> you're weird. like, yes, I was. I sat in my room, and this is what I did: like, I read, I read comics, played games, drew my own comic books. Right? That's what I was doing. Some other kid had one Rubik's cube, no power. You know what I mean? And they were just like, I'm gonna master this thing. I mean,
1: you're not it. wrong. Like the friend, my my best friend, who did know how to solve the Rubik's cube in about two minutes, she was homeschooled, and so like See? that oh, all it, lines up. It.
2: That'll do that'll, it.
0: That'll that'll do it right there. Yeah, I do mean, that's have... got to. A... That's got to bounce back to it, right? If it's homeschooling, right? Like at some point, like first off, we all know school's a bunch of bullshit, right? Kids bullshit, don't even bother going. You know what I mean? But if you no, do go, you under, you definitely leave the school day, and you're like, I feel like I could have gotten that all done in an hour and a half if I re- if somebody really tried. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That's what parents do. They're like, listen, this is it. That's this. Add that. Do that. You're done. And then yeah, it is. All right. Here's a Rubik's cube. Mom's gonna go smoke a cigarette and have a shot of whiskey in the backyard. You know.
1: <laughs> Not that lines up. I, I think that's that's about that how that went.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh but do you did you have like a talent growing up that you would just bust out and show friends out of nowhere and they'd go oh my god greg is is the coolest person or they'd say greg's a fucking
0: nerd uh no i mean i drew i drew a lot so i was you know a good cartoonist good car- comic can you still artist. draw i um, mean you've seen it i mean no I, it's one of those you know I, I don't i haven't drawn professionally i saw, you, I saw your me
1: too. your me too was incredible
0: Thank you. Thank Your you. Your BD Kong Thank is me. really great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't, okay, we didn't say Your I was. Superman like,
1: logos are pretty dope.
0: Superman logos are great. Come on. Yeah. You can't you can't. Those argue are spot that, on. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Now, what about you? I'll, you break dance, right? So that's something you could do. That
1: was my thing. That that's the thing that sucks, is that now I don't have that anymore. Cause like I can't really dance anymore. I've I've lost it. I've become rusty. I've become I've become sure. old. And also in the pandemic, I've just stopped dancing for the last few years. And so I don't sure. have that anymore. And he's gonna
0: um, dance again.
1: But back in the day, like that was the thing, right? Where like I'd go I'd go somewhere and like they put on some music and I'd be like, All right guys, watch this real quick and I'd bust the move and everybody would go, Oh, and I'm like, Yeah, this is way cooler than solving a Rubik's Cube. But now I don't oh, have anything. Fuck yeah, it is. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Exactly. Yeah, I, guess, now I don't have anything. I guess I you know, I, I'm I'm loud. So if you don't expect that, mm-hmm. I can be loud and then I can eat, you know, the chicken wing with you know the one bite maneuver. That's pretty much all I got right now for talents that I could bust out and a
2: moment's notice. Of
0: those things are talents, they're just just <laughs> you know? things people do kevin what would you say your talent is what talent were you busting out as a little kid
2: as i don't know i mean we were all putting like piano class and like if necessary i can judo flip you pretty good you know through the piano oh yeah onto the piano i guess depending on the. what are you eating right now um tortilla with an egg and some sausage in it
0: sounds really really good That sounds great. It's pretty good guys. Uh, it's pretty good. Well, there's a lot of game news and we'll get to it in a second, but what I also want to do Kevin is I want you to know that I stopped by Lucho's yesterday for like the or two days ago I guess for the first time uh, during the pandemic. Lucho flipped the fuck out to see me. It was great. I love that guy so much. And he of yeah, course had nothing but nice things to say Wait, there's him. a there is a Lucho at Lucho's? Yeah, he's yeah. Lucho. It's his restaurant. It's he's got another one up uh-huh. north now in in uh, in uh San Rafael. He was talking about that. Huh.
1: I've been to Lucho's maybe exactly, I want to say 6 or seven times sure. it's always been the same
0: very nice lady that's
1: there She's yeah that's wonderful. his wife
0: that's his wife usually yeah.
1: wow i did not know that i did not and know that business. lucho was actually like he was there
0: yeah well, oh, yeah yeah. Really cool. yeah. Well, don't worry about I it, it ladies and gentlemen if you don't know who lucho is of course you can go watch the first kind of funny game showcase where we went around san francisco we shot in front of lucho's and it, i was over there for a doctor's appointment and the receptionist came in it was after i'd already done the doctors or whatever and so she came in to pick up her lunch and i paid for it and she was like, oh, my God, that's so nice. I'm like, Lucha's not going to let me pay for my coffee that I'm drinking, so this will just be my way to pay it forward. And then Lucha was like, you don't understand. He was one of my first customers ever. He, he put me in a YouTube video. She's like, YouTube video? I'm like, he's famous. And I'm like, all right, Lucha, let's not go that far. He's like, what's your YouTube channel? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. I don't need the doctor watching me over here yelling to Tim about a jacket or trying to figure out what my talent is. It turns out what being loud is it, but I digress ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about Xbox having an E3 slash non E3 showcase PlayStation cracking down on you stacking subs and rogue legacy two reviews rolling in. We'll cover all this and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every week. What if I was just doing a, like I wasn't even looking at it. Wouldn't that be you awesome? You should deal? do that. What? Like I, think you should
1: secretly get good at it. Secretly learn how to solve Ruse, it, and just
0: It is it over the course of the campaign back to it and that's the thing you know bless you of course before you worked at kind of funny kind of funny mm-hmm. best friend you you watch and listen and stuff on ig and imagine you know that i am just a fucking windbag of the same old fucking stories right mm-hmm. you're sick of doing millions of shows with me because you hear the same fucking things all the imagine if i had somehow kept this secret for 15 fucking years just for this moment where i'm doing the intro dot dot, dot and i'm like bam by the way solved even the, imagine that if i was just, old,
1: that would be a very greg miller thing to do like I would, I would be, be I just impressed just, but i'll also say like oh that's greg right there imagine if i was
0: just if i had schemed this better kevin i was like da, da 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 and i went bam and i had another cube right here and i lifted it up solved you oh know what i, mean? I
1: would good i would smart uh,
0: now here's the thing y'all know tim, all right chat be cool chat be cool chat be cool everybody in chat be cool we all know tim will not listen to this episode neither will nick neither will andy andy might be listening but so andy be cool if you do this maybe i will order two rubik's cubes just plain ones i will fuck them up and then i will sit here During a kind of funny podcast and at some point go bam. And I'll pick up the other one. No, no, you need to
2: order three, right? So you have one that's mixed up and you're playing with it. Then you put it down. The one that's already made. Right. Uh And then Uh you mix Uh it up one more time, put it down be like, I did it again
0: but what if i'm doing oh, that smart. so like what if they see me doing this and andy's like you can't do that i'm like all right and andy again play be cool Andy, cool nobody tweet nobody fuck this up for me nobody all right i'm doing this shit here and then i'm just like i i'm like mindlessly doing it while we talk and i just like man I, like, i'm still doing it right like there's no way nick's gonna be first off nick's never looking at not screen. paying attention yeah. exactly he's over here fucking on amazon yeah, and Instagram
2: and, he's gonna make fun of you and then suddenly I, it's gonna become the topic
0: but then it becomes, how long can we let it go? Because if we don't tell, like we never give it up, you know what I mean? They all but think I like really the cool. idea of None the of two of them. having the three
1: Rubik's
2: cube.
0: They're gonna be like, like do I... it again. <laughs> you <know? laughs> like, like, But no, I mean, I could. I could. That's why, that's I could. Oh no, I couldn't. You're right. You're right. That's why, I have thing, three. right? that's why That's why I have three.
1: You have the one that's fully scrambled. You have you have the middle one that has like two to three of the side solved. So there is like a level of progression that they can kind of see where they're. Brandi's like four
0: right because then i have one completed one completed one fucked up and the one I'm yes (laughs) yes that way i put it down at some point i picked up the the slide of fucked up one did that then i put that down and i'm like i solved it and i bring up the first one and then when they do it again i'm like all right fine and i just do it with the one that i don't care about that is solved right and then i do the whole switcheroo again and then bam that's genius i I, everybody don't fuck this up for me i know how much you all like to fuck shit up don't fuck this up for me
1: all right. I, I, I just love the idea of having the half solved one where like 30 minutes into the show, like you hold it up and like you're messing with it. And, and it, 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 surely it's going to be Andy that notices it and goes, is is he solving it? Like, is he getting closer and closer to solving it? But he won't say it, right? He'll just think <laughs> it to himself. And then by the time you, you actually picked up the solved one, he's going to be like, oh, fuck, I noticed. I knew it. I knew it. It's going to be that's a fucking great bit.
0: Greg, do you want April, me to order you? He says this gag sounds expensive. And that's why I will, of course, tell you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. <laughs> of course, over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Oh, <laughs> You, I don't know, 20 bucks probably? 10, uh, 15? 12 bucks, I imagine, right? Uh, yeah. if, if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, of course, you can be a part of kind of funny games daily each and every weekday. We run you through the news you need to know about uh, over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You could write in to be part of the show. You could get the show ad free. You could get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. Today, we are doing a shit list. I did my first ever shit list with Tim. I know that's a Tim and Blessing mm-hmm. bit. But since uh, Tim's not here today and I'm doing this with you, we got a shit list ready to go that oh, has hell been yeah. submitted by the audience. So I'm very excited about that. Of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. To, I got to put it down to get a brand new spanking episode of the show. Of course you'll get ads. Of course you didn't write in. Of course you don't get the post show, but you're still supporting us and take care of us. And that means so much to us. If you want to go that extra mile, of course you can watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kind games over on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. You can of course be chatting with all the other chatters in there. Just like Raj former is lanky dragoon is and brand mats are. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kind slash you're wrong. Tells what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on the platforms I talked about before. And if you want to go the extra mile one more time, you can go on the Epic Game Store and use the creator code Kinda Funny. All one word. Every time you buy something, we would get some money. It'd be great. You don't play on PC? No big deal. Maybe you play Fortnite, Rocket League, and/or Fall Guys on one of the many consoles you own. The creator code works there too. Kind of funny. All one word. Please support us. Uh, housekeeping for you. Remember to check out the Kind of Funny TikTok at Kind of Funny Games. There's an amazing episode of KF Court where we get to the bottom of the burnt orange jacket for Tim. It's a must see. Trust me. This is one of I, first off. Roger and the TikTok team have been fucking killing it period full stop 100 this new one is so goddamn good of course i the burnt orange jacket conundrum is amazing on its own let alone then with the people's court theme and the plaintiffs and defendants and judge kevin you got to go over there in other news it's yam HaShoah or Holocaust Remembrance Day. Today we remember the approximately 6 million Jews murdered by the Holocaust or um, in the Holocaust by the Nazi by Nazi Germany and its collaborators. Uh, of course, you might say oh, of course this is something we have to remember. Uh, of course this is something to point out for our Jewish friends, but of course this is something to point out for everybody. Uh, the Holocaust was a horrible horrible thing that affected everybody. And uh, as the famous quote goes that I heard has been misattributed a million times, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. So of course, it's always important to know your history so so it doesn't repeat itself, because it always seems in a 2022, the next nightmare scenario could be around the corner. So of course, a Holocaust Remembrance Day, something to think about today and reflect on. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Fargo, Brady, Prankskin, Anonymous. Today we're brought to you by Brother Printers, Lumen Skin, and Razor, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Jen, are you over there? She's over there, but she's got headphones on. I got to throw this cube away. I can't. I will continue to spin it the entire time. I can't do it. I can't have it. I can't have it this close to me. I'm sorry. I can't do it. You got to right? learn
1: how to solve it. Like, I I, I think the kind of funny podcast. Or like we just said, I buy
0: a bunch and do it. Uh, over here, of course, uh, the nanobiologist says Rubik's Cubes are $7 on. Uh, yeah, uh, so that's not expensive. 28 uh, bucks for a, for a bit. That's easy. I've spent also way more like, than that on a I think, cube,
1: so. gag aside, right? I think your heart wants to solve the Rubik's Cube.
2: Yeah, but is learning how to solve it like actually solving it? You know what I mean? Like,
0: <laughs> you want to stumble discussion. through it more. You don't want like deep you question. Yeah, all right. Like, like if you buy a man a
2: fish, it, a fish.
1: You, just... you teach a man to fish, but what if he learns how to fish himself? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. he just can't fish a fish man, you can't fish a, a fish, man. fish, a fish man. Way more satisfaction if you put
0: your arm in the lake and just pull out a fish. Number one on the Roper Report, we have details about Xbox's Summer Games Showcase from the Xbox Wire editor-in-chief, Will Tuttle, of course, former uh, friend of mine over at IGN. Well, former... Coworker worker might at IGN. I guess he's still technically my friend. I could text him right now. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Kevin, I put up the logo if you want to click on it. Today, we are excited to announce that the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase will stream on Sunday, June 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific. This show will feature amazing titles coming from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and our partners around the world the xbox and bethesda game showcase will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of games coming soon to the xbox ecosystem including upcoming releases to game pass and xbox or on xbox and pc the xbox and bethesda game showcase will be streamed on a variety of outlets in over 30 languages you can choose where you want to tune in from youtube twitch twitch oh there's i see what they're doing twitter facebook tiktok I uh, will see you Sunday, June 12th, at 10 a.m. Pacific. Of course, if you are an audio listener and can't see it right now, Xbox and Bethesda logo is up for the game showcase. It is in space. It's out in space, Blessing.
1: Oh, like their game. Uh, it's like I'm, uh, I'm staring at a field of stars, Greg. Starfield. A field of we stars. We have to see Starfield there, right, Bless? Oh, 100%. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very excited for the showcase. One, I don't like... Uh, they with the Xbox logos for the Xbox Game Showcases like i think people often theorize like oh man it's in space oh man like it's, it's xyz thing they got to show this and i think like regardless of whatever they're hinting at it's very easy to kind of get a get a idea of what they're going to show because starfield is slated for this november right like november it is 11th. the biggest november 11th it is their biggest game this fall like of course they got to show show starfield i think the thing that's more exciting for me is how are they gonna show it? Is it gonna be mm. uh, similar mm. to the Fallout Four showcase back in the day when
0: Bethesda was showing off that game, where Big it was, Old Todd actually? Howard comes out, he sits there for like thirty minutes and walks you through all the minutia yeah. and things that are happening in there. No joke, like yeah. no joke. That's what I want. Like I want a well,
1: thirty yeah. to forty minute Todd Howard takes me through, and he's like, it just works, and he shows me how to, <laughs> to fly my spaceship to another planet, right? Or he shows me how to like build a crew, and he's showing me, like, he's showing me all of the cool nitty gritty portions of the world that uh aspects of the world in the game that i really want to know about right like show me what the story setup is show me the characters i'm gonna be hanging out with show me the uh gameplay show me the combat show me the different factions in the world we've gotten bits of these things over the months and over the over the last like year or so where they've done the sit down of um the devs going back and forth todd howard it's usually over concept
0: art yeah and it's it's a lot of conversation we haven't seen the game
1: yeah exactly and i think I think that's what we're going to get. I think we're going to get a big, deep dive into Starfield. And I would imagine that that is the 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 main event of this Xbox showcase. The finale, you think? Or the main thrust of it? I Either the finale. But I think if you're going to do the 30-minute to 40-minute thing, I think that would be maybe even like middle to late of the presentation and maybe you have like a one more thing reveal that is a brand new game that you close things out
0: with like See, this is always the thing where it's so mm-hmm. hard to figure out when you're planning these where you put it i would think you open with it right it's the known qu- i mean you open with a sizzle reel probably or maybe you end the, this and go to sizzle reel but it's the known quantity that everybody's expecting to be there and, uh, and it has to be there right like you're running out of time <laughs> november 11th this guy is, uh, will be upon us before you know it you have to get out there you have to talk about it and i think since that maybe you open with some lighter fare and you put it in the middle like we're always talking about how we uh plan PSL i love you xoxo recording mm-hmm. today you patreon.com slash kind of funny games where that's we my that, like a magazine right so you put the topic yeah. the big topic the cover story in the middle and then bookend it with other things
1: that see and that's the way i'm thinking of it where i don't think they open open with it because i do think they want to whip our ap- appetite and like whep. you know throw throw some things in there to get us excited right get us hype i think last time they did this when they did do the fallout 4 reveal we did get doom gameplay for the first time doom. for doom 2016 yeah. and that was a hype thing and then they Went into Fallout. I could see a very similar thing where it is, all right, like the Xbox Bethesda showcase. Let's start off with some new Xbox reveals. Or we, we could even see even like some Bethesda stuff, right? Like, where is Wolfenstein 3 and or Indiana Jones? Do you have what mm. its software is working on next? There are so many questions regarding what is coming up for Bethesda and Xbox, right? And even I guess this is way before the Activision stuff, so we can count that out. I don't think we're gonna see that stuff here. Um, but I think even with that, there's a lot of unanswered questions. And you know, I think. I think they have enough there where they can start with hype, get into the meat, which is Starfield,
0: and then close with a big surprise. And it's going to be a great showcase for that. Speaking of planning the showcase, big surprises and what's going to be there. We have a show called The Kind of Funny X-Cast, ladies and gentlemen. It is hosted by the one, the only, the master of hype, Snowbike Mike. Snowbike Mike, you're here with us right now. How are you? good morning everybody i heard we're talking xbox y'all you heard correct of course we are talking about the xbox summer games showcase coming your way june twelfth, 10 a.m pacific yes we'll be reacting to it live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games available later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games like all of our stuff but mike of course the xcast records tomorrow patreon.com slash kind of funny games posts saturday i'd like to get scratch the surface of I'm sure some of the conversations you're going to have with the One and only Paris Lily and talk about what do you expect to see at this game showcase for Xbox and Bethesda?
3: let's jump right into it greg i mean of course you and blessing have kicked it off with starfield that will be the big main topic that will be the kind of meat of it all and i'm very excited to see what todd howard and the team how they showcase this how they sell it to us how we all get excited for this massive space rpg but then we go down the list right and the only other known for sure was redfall that was announced last year that was slated and dated for this summer right but We don't really know what that date was. We don't know where we are this summer. We don't know where that stands. We've seen some early alpha kind of like ripped out photos from the game, in-game photos. But we really don't know where that stands, nor do we know uh, all about the game. So Redfall is definitely going to be high on everybody's list of what is this? Will we get a date? Are you really still projecting it this summer? But then after that, we get into... uh, Mike, let me stop you there. What do you think for Redfall? Like, do you think we actually do see it this summer? You know what, bless if they were to hold for this summer with the little that we've seen and known about this, I could see us pulling out a beta blessing, maybe going, Mm. hey, we have a beta available for a week, two weeks, come out and try this. We're aiming for a later date. I could definitely see the team over at Bethesda possibly showing that off and maybe going that kind of route. Because right now, bless, it's hard to be like, oh, three months from now, this game could release. Right. We haven't seen anything about that. So I'm more on the beta to possible pushback,
1: especially if you if you're not revealing it or re-revealing it until June. Right. Like for me, when they said summer, I was thinking, okay, cool, we'll see it in July or we'll see it in August for a game. I think as big as Redfall coming from Arcane being revealed, re-revealed in June. Yeah, that does feel too soon. But I could I'm right there with you, Mike, that I think them coming out, like showing a new gameplay trailer and then saying there's a beta out either next week or next month, and then it being maybe it may be reslated for the fall, I think makes a lot of sense.
3: Yeah, I mean, would it be exciting, Bless, if the team came out and they were like, hey, guess what? It's out now. Yeah, sure, we'd love that, but with as little as we've seen, I don't think that will be the route that we're all expecting, but uh, we'll keep it going with some more maybes, but some confident stuff that you can definitely expect. Of course, Hellblade okay, okay. 2, we saw that at the Ooh, Game wait. Awards. You best believe Ninja Theory will... Bu- most likely be there with more gameplay footage i think the biggest hope would be okay what's the date yeah, Right, let's 100%. get a firm locked in date that's what i expect out of hellblade 2 especially at the big showcase you think that would be the next one what After do you predict for a date on that how far out do you think hellblade 2 you know greg i would love to see them really kind of bolster up their second half of the year right now in 2022 because we've had a very quiet start to the year you look at the second half and Really, all we have is Starfield. You know, Redfall is not dated, but if it is pushed back to October, whatever, you know, that's only two big games. We'd like a little bit bigger. So, Dream would be November, December window. Nice. Reality, probably Q1, 2023, probably February, March in my mind, is where you'll see that. Okay, okay. Uh, but, right. you, you know, I I think that's the right call. It's not my dream, but... That's probably what we'll see. Continuing going down, here's some easy ones. Of course, you have Age of Empires 4. They're definitely going to show off more content with that. That has been going very trebuchet. well throughout season one. So get ready for more trebuchet content. After that, Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo. Those are easy games to say, hey, here's the dates. You know, you've had the exclusivity window. Love to see some dates on when we can expect that. We've had some weird moments, right? You look over on the final fantasy side, that's not first party, but Mm -hmm. you know, that was a game that had, Hey, this is exclusive to the other side, but then we never got a date, right? You think of fall guys, Hey, it's exclusive to the other side, never got a release date, never got a date. So you'd love to see a little more clarity with Deathloop and Ghostwire, because those are the easy ones, right? They're but you're under not the umbrella. Get it. Like I
0: bet, I bet contractually they can't even talk about. You think it, so? You know, Till the exclusivity's up, or mm. it's got. I think it's yeah. just got to be up, honestly, before you can talk about it. I, I so would maybe love to see the date. you could stretch, maybe for Deathloop, September fourteenth, depending mm-hmm. on what their contract was with PlayStation when they did that. I doubt it's up, but I don't think you'll hear anything about Ghostwire yet.
3: Yeah, uh, and then of course we're, we'll go into the maybes, but let's talk about the big elephant in the room. And that's Halo Infinite. I worry that we will not see any Halo Infinite content of substance <gasps> there because Rezik of... writes into patreon.com slash
0: kind of funny games, just like you can to be part of the show and says, Hey guys, Xbox Plus Bethesda showcase is on June 12th. Do you think we'll get any sort of reveal of certain affinities rumored Halo Battle Royale mode? If it's not far enough along for an announcement, it could certainly be a shot in the arm for Infinite. What do you guys think? You're saying
3: no, Mike? So here's the deal on the Halo Infinite news. I think you looked a certain affinity to possibly bring the hype. When we look at Halo Infinite as a package, as a whole, right now, what we talk about, we just got the reveal of season two. It's going to release in May here with two new maps, three new modes. There is no story content. There is nothing of that kind of substance. And that's not really what you would want from your big dog here for the first year, right? In the first year, you would like to see a solid season one rollout, maybe hit us with a map one or two for season two in May. But in reality, by you know June, when you have the big show, you would want Halo Infinite to really be hitting its stride, showing off more maps, hitting you with gameplay content. But let's be honest, that's not where we're at right now. We know the team over at 343 has talked about priority zero. We know that they are really focusing on getting that team right and finding their footing. They're not quite there yet. So the issue now is... Are we really going to go into June without any big halo stuff? And that would be really sad because it's year one, but we look over at certain affinity. Now, Jez Corden over at Windows central friend of the show has done a really good job at sharing some information that he knows it's been in development, but he doesn't believe it's this year or possibly even next year, right? It's going to be a 2023 2024 window type thing. This isn't a, Oh, this is out next week type situation. So where do you fall on that? Can you tease something that early or do you leave that to at a later date, which I do believe we will see at a later date. I don't think it's time right now. Wow, Mike. Wow. It's a big deal. That's a big deal. deal. Uh,
0: Since you're already breaking so many hearts with this halo information, mm -hmm. I have to come to you hat in hand and beg you to tell me you think we're getting something of substance for fable fable wow please okay. Mike, don't do this to me don't do this to me
3: Mike. okay i like that you bring up fable because now you get into the big question marks of fable avowed then you look at perfect dark but we know where perfect dark is at currently right now but let's talk about fable <laughs> playground games big time title i was leaning on the opposite side i was going to go to turn 10 and try to hit you with some Forts of motorsport eight Greg Miller, and try here's to surprise what here's, what here's what
0: I'll do. Bill Spencer says, I'm done. I'm retiring. Greg, you're in charge. Take over. I go, thank you. I turn to the Forza Motorsport franchise, both of them, just in general, mm-hmm. anything labeled Forza, <laughs> and I say, we're officially dissolving these teams, and you're going to help other people. Nobody gives a shit about cars anymore. It's over. All right? Thank you. Goodbye. It's <sighs> wow. over. Goodbye. Nobody wow. cares. Wow. I don't care wow. how many tens you get. Controversial. How many tens you get, how many game of the years you get. I game of the year for the previous one. <laughs> You know what I mean? They've been so, wrong before. <laughs> Uncharted three review. They'll be wrong again. <laughs>
3: all right. Don't worry about it. Let's let's have a talk about that. You, me, and bless right now, Greg. Is here we are with Fable, right? We know that the team over at Playground is currently working on that. We've had plenty of conversation on the Xbox side and gamers in general, right? Of do when do you announce the game? Is it too early? Now all of a sudden you get caught up in showing off CGI trailers. Can we come back another year and show off another CGI trailer without gameplay where you're going to get antsy? You're going to get upset that you haven't seen gameplay because this game might not be ready enough. So, Greg, blessing my questions to you both are, would you be content with a fable, you know, CGI trailer number two where we have a little more exploration of the world? You get to maybe see the main character. Would you want that or do we need to have gameplay now that it's the second time around?
0: We got to have gameplay. No, you can't come back with this. This is I don't want this this fable vaporware stuff going on. Mm-hmm. If you, next time you show this game, you got to have gameplay. Am I wrong, Bless? No, I agree with that. but I, I, I think that's what you
1: should do. I don't know if that's what they will do. I think looking at previous Xbox game showcase cases, xbox slash Microsoft, right? Like I think they operate way more traditionally than you see like a lot of other game companies doing right like you see Ubisoft going to Ubisoft 4, and I'm talking about specifically for showcases right like Ubisoft has Ubisoft Forward, Nintendo has Nintendo Direct PlayStation is doing their own thing right between uh state of play and also doing the PlayStation showcase that is their big first party stuff a lot of a lot of these big companies are changing in terms of how they go about these big uh presentations and showcases and Xbox's showcase reminds me of hey here's an E3 showcase here's you know, we're a big publisher, we're putting everything in there, and you're seeing games from our first party, third party games being uh, uh, shown from, like, everywhere in the dev process from, like, early on announcement, here's a CGI trailer, to, hey, this thing has gameplay and we're showing it. That said, Fable, I think, has such big cachet that I could see I could see them being like, cool, they gotta see more. Like, people want to know what's up with Fable, people want to know that this thing isn't on ice and that, like, we are constantly working on it. I could see them putting out a a CGI trailer. Do I want it? No, I'd rather just have
3: gameplay. Yeah, you they don't
0: goddamn.
3: JT Savage puts it so well of like they don't need Fable because they're Starfield gameplay, right? The big dog is Starfield. That's the sure. main focus here. Sure. So, could you get away with another Fable CGI trailer knowing that that's not the big next thing. It is Starfield, of course, right? And they might just do that. It might be an opportunity to satiate Greg Miller and say, "Hey, here's something to at least look at and think about." But I do. believe I'm not. I'm not asking for that. the.
0: I'm not asking for the Todd Howard. You know, thirty minutes or whatever on. Table. <laughs> I'm just saying, when you do the trailer, rather than just BCG, put a little bit of gameplay in there that we can pick apart and rewind theaters and yeah. see
3: what the game looks like. What does this game uh, look like? It, you know, Greg. That's how all the fans on the Xbox side want it. We want gameplay. Now we've had enough CGI, and you know, you know the team knows that well. But some of these teams are not quite there yet, and you start to balance. What's another 12 months? Can those fans wait mm-hmm. for that? Do we need the uh you know the conversation? But let's turn our eyes over to a different team that's been absolutely killing it. And that's obsidian. Right now, oh, a vowed on the way, out of worlds two. You know what you could expect as well, Greg, a game that I thought you would really get into grounded release 1.0. That could be an easy one right there. An easy one. I did enjoy my, I did enjoy our couple nights with grounded. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I I will say Jez has seen a vowed uh you know he has talked about avowed before in many of articles over on windows central so avowed gameplay could be your next thing outer worlds 2 maybe a little earlier depending on what they're doing and how they're building that and how big that is but i do believe avowed would be the easy one which of those do you think is coming first between outer worlds 2 and avowed i know they announced avowed Avowed. Avowed first Uh, avowed will be the first one i believe i think avowed would be the one to go unless outer worlds 2 is another smaller condensed uh game like we saw without a world's one you know what i mean not to say that it was super small but just saying in the scope of things i think avowed is the one that's being worked on that is the first one to come out
0: i forgot wasn't there obviously when all the purchases and acquisitions happened right yeah okay here it is gamer game game rant uh from february 24th uh, 2022 dalton cooper fallout new vegas 2 from obsidian reportedly in early talks yeah If you want to talk about fucking making a very interesting subset of nerds like myself come unglued, if they just put up,
3: if they just did like
0: you know the regular you know war never changes Fallout fucking trailer and they showed Obsidian at the end and then Earth Obsidian Bethesda. Fallout New Vegas, like you know what I mean? Holy shit, that's the kind of announcement I wanted. E three, I would go crazy. For that. Well, I, I
1: think 10%. it's impossible. I don't. I don't. I think there's a zero <laughs> percent chance <laughs> we'll we'll see that uh, this year. Mainly because I think one, it is the fact that Obsidian already has so many projects that are already out there uh, between Outer Worlds, 2, yeah. Grounded, and Avowed. and then also you have Starfield. That is, I think, carrying it for that same fan base that wants that big Starfield, uh, big Bethesda RPG, right? Like, yeah. I think you get Starfield out of the way first, and then it's like, cool. As we're, as Bethesda Game Studios is working toward Elder Scrolls 6, let's also put out that, hey, Fallout Fallout isn't
0: dead. We have uh, Obsidian working on it, and you're going to get New Vegas soon. I just think yeah. Xbox likes to rain announcements on you. Oh, rain, I, I don't put that past yep. them that they would yeah. be like, also, this is happening. Yeah, all the
3: other things we've said are happening, but this is also happening. It's a ways out, obviously, but. I, I uh, don't want to keep you guys too long, but there is a number of things I also Mike, want to bring Mike, I'm up getting hyped you. with you and
0: having a great That's time. Okay. You're bringing the positivity and the Xbox expertise. Don't worry about it. You keep going. Well, Greg Miller, let me get
3: you even more excited. What if my god Todd Howard came out with a nice little CGI trailer of Indiana Jones, and we just brought the roof down with some indie? You're interested in that? Be pretty, because I think, be for fun. me, I want Wolfenstein 3. You know, sure. Indiana Jones is great. I'm excited about that. But Wolfenstein 3 was actually what I would prefer. I know that has been kind of one of those of like, oh, it was rumored to be there, but now the focus is on Indy. I don't think we're actually getting Wolfenstein 3. I would love to have Indi- uh, Wolfenstein 3 over that. But I think Indiana Jones is an easy win, whether that be a title or a quick CGI trailer. It is probably the easiest bet over on that side to show that one off as well. But let's uh, let's keep it going with a couple more Fun ones for you, Greg and Blessing. Of course, let's talk partnerships, third-party uh, partnerships. There are plenty of them. And Mike, you, know, you know, you know, the one I want to hear though is it "Contraband" by Avalanche. No, it is Hideo Kojima. What oh, is he working on? Wow, Xbox. Yeah. Oh snap! That was my second one on the list. I, I agree, Bless. What mm-hmm. if you know? I think you've seen the Cloud team really bolster. Right. We saw Kim Swift join the team. You've heard the rumors from Jeffy Grub Grub about, hey, what is this going on with Hideo Kojima? How are they going to leverage uh, Azure? What are they going to do with the cloud and his game? Is it too early, Bless? I don't know. You're you're my Kojima stand, right? You're my dude there. Is my it too dude. early to show off a Kajima project or is this the right time for him to just kind of sell you on a dream? And then seven years from now, we get it. Mike, back in 2015, I believe it was, Metal Gear Solid
1: 5 came out in the fall. A few months later, it was Andrew House who sat down and announced a new partnership with Hideo Kojima to work on an exclusive PlayStation game. And then six months after that, at E3, they officially revealed Death Stranding. I don't think it's ever too early to announce a Kojima sure. project. Okay. I think like... he's like he's proven that, one, he always has an idea that he's ready to, <laughs> to get started and get off the ground. And then also, I think when you get an announcement of a Kojima project, there's the, the understanding of the audience that okay, yeah, we'll we'll see this game in, like, at least three to four years, right? Like, people know that when he when he announces something, that means you're going to wait for it. And the rollout is part of the process. The marketing is part of the process. And I think the earlier you get a Kojima announcement, a Kojima product announced, the quicker the fun starts in terms of, all right, like, what is the metagame here? What is he really trying to tease? What's the real name of the game? Like, I think it's very likely that we could see a Kojima project or, uh, sooner than later for an Xbox thing.
3: But Miller, you've met Kojima. One of my dreams, you know, is to just give him the eye and let him know how great he is. You know, with one of the little nods. Yeah, sure. Do you think that's this is possible? 100. I, I,
0: I mean, yeah, 100. Okay. percent I think it's possible, and I'd be stoked for it. I'd love to see what he's got up his sleeve and what Xbox would be down for him to do. There's- I think
1: they also know that people know right i think with jeff Grubb mm. putting that out there with like the rumors circulating i think it's better for them to come out earlier uh and, and actually just put it out there and own that conversation as opposed to wait another year and let the speculation run and let people mm. think about like or figure out like ah oh shit all right it seems like there's a cloud thing all right we see kim swift walking into an office with kojima what are they possibly talking about
3: i think you just get ahead of it and just announce it and own that conversation there, there's so much when we talk about the partnership side and the third-party projects Project, of course, Contraband, you see with Avalanche right now. You have Project Dragon with IO Interactive. Where do they stand? You have Project Belfry, this 4X strategy game. I saw someone in the chat bring up the Wu-Tang game that we saw rumored over there, right? There's a lot of these different partnerships that maybe you see come to light. Contraband is definitely high on the list. I think you will see Contraband. We've definitely talked about it. You've seen the title, the splash screen, the CGI trailer, or the mini you know, teaser trailer. But I do think... Project Counterband will be there. Just a couple more for you too. of course. You know, when I go down my big list of the ultimate first-party Xbox Studios, you look at the Coalition currently working with the new Unreal Engine, right? What are they working on? Will we see a Gears announcement? Probably a little bit too soon, but you never know. They were one of the early adopters on this, helping that Epic team build out what they have. Of course, you look over to what everybody wants to know. What the heck is Compulsion Games? making mm. when are we going to see this project from compulsion games this is the big deal because their last game was we happy few then they were taken in by xbox like where do we stand on this right now i'll say mike is that
1: the question that everybody wants to know like is there hype for whatever compulsion games is working on next or is it a thing that they have to prove because right now i hear about compulsion games and i'm like oh yeah I forgot, I forgot about we Happy few i forgot that came out like it seems like that sort of underdelivered for what people expected that to be
3: It's a, we have to prove, and it is an excitement, right? Because when you get all of these, right, you see the banner fifteen twenty three, you see these studios, right? And you look down your list, you look at each one and you say, what is this team making? What cool stuff are they bringing to the table? And whether contrast or we happy few is up your alley or not, guess what? It's still part of the team and people are excited about that. And it is a little bit of, Hey, it's time to prove what you can do, right? Because we happy few, Some people liked that. Most people really were on the fence about We Happy Few, right? This wasn't a game that broke the world. Some people liked it. Yeah. (laughs) Some people were like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm never never playing this again, you know? But (laughs) I think this is something where it's like, it is time to prove it. And also we are excited to see what this talented team is doing. Keeping it going in exile, right? What is this rumored first person shooter RPG gonna be, right? We don't quite know from the team that's made Wasteland 3 and the Wasteland games, now all of a sudden the rumor is first-person shooter. What does that look like? You know what I mean?
1: I'm, sur- I'm surprised that they're not the rumor for Fallout New Vegas. It seems like that would be the
3: perfect fit if they're making this transition. You know, Bless, I I, I think just the Obsidian name carries so much weight when it comes to rumors that that's mm-hmm. the easy, you know, one plus two type situation, you know what I mean? So that's where you go with it, but... uh. It's not a bad idea. Bless, that's a good call out right there. You best believe we'll see. Of Mikey, course, Mikey, Minecraft I'm going to stop Oh, come stop on. But right. do need stands, to do anything. You
0: know? stands one. alone, says save some, Mike. Oh. It's true. You do have an X-Cast coming up, okay, of course, okay. tomorrow. That's you, Paris. Is Gary? I forget, Gary's not there, right? Gary's
3: out. We're We're going to get a special guest in here. And I'll leave you with this, Greg Miller. I'll leave with this so I can get ready for the morning show. What if we see... The Elite Series 3 controller, baby. That's what I'll leave on. Give me a new controller, everybody, to spend money on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's all you want to do is spend some money.
3: All right, fine. I understand, Mike. Mike, thank you, of course, for all your expert analysis today. We love and appreciate you. Thanks for letting me talk, Xbox. You too. And don't be afraid to go long. You know, take your time. Take your time today. We'll I'll be doing nothing after this. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> that sounds like somebody who needs time to
0: plan their we show. Greg have things to do after this. <laughs> exactly, yes. It's a big day for Blessing Greg as they get ready for PS. I love you. And, of course, tomorrow, X-Cats with Mike and the crew. Uh, we have breaking news for you. And, Kevin, I did highlight this one for a link for you. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has been announced. Uh, Infinity Ward has tweeted out Modern Warfare 2 with its new logo. Kevin, if you can click on that and show that. There you Uh-oh. go. Oh, Does this get you? Does this get you going? I do like this logo. Yeah. It's a good looking logo. I'll give you that. For sure. For sure. For sure. That's about it. Like,
1: we'll see. You know, I I find it hard to be excited for new premium Call of Duty releases. And I think half of that is Activision Blizzard and everything going on over there. But then I think the other half of that is that we've gotten so much Call of Duty. I think at this point, I'm ready to see what happens when the deal with Microsoft goes through and they join Xbox and, you know, to see if like, hey, when you start taking years off, is that going to bring more to the game? Is that going to make things more exciting? That's kind of what I'm waiting for, but cool logo. Of course,
0: cool logo. It's out there. We'll have news soon. It was what, at the one of the sporting events recently, like yesterday or Monday, that they were showing it just unannounced, like they had a thing and somebody tweeted one of the athletes tweeted they were playing it. Weird. Kinda funny.com slash wrong to correct me on that very thing. Uh speaking of a lot.com go-do, let's talk about patreon.com slash kinda funny games. Over on patreon.com slash kinda funny games, you can write in to be part of the show. You of course can be watching it with no ads. You can get it with the post show. But you're not on Patreon right now. So let us tell you about our sponsors. Hey computer people, announced at CES and available now, the latest generation of Razer Blades feature, all new NVIDIA GeForce RTX 30 series GPUs, and up to an rtx 3080 ti featuring a suite of cutting edge features to improve gameplay including nvidia reflex nvidia reflex delivers the ultimate competitive advantage the lowest latency the best responsiveness get the competitive edge you need at sub 25 milliseconds and i asked the one the only the nitro rifle andy cortez is that good and he said "Ooh wee! sub 25 milliseconds is great and i said that's fantastic acquire targets faster react quicker and Increase aim precision in the most competitive games such as Apex Legends, Fortnite, Call of Duty, and more. Learn more about the Razer Blades powered by NVIDIA GPUs with NVIDIA Reflex technology at Razer.com com. When I needed a printer, I turned to Twitter, and so many of you told me Brother was the way to go. For more than a year now, Jen and I have been using our Brother printer for immigration paperwork, baby paperwork, and a million other things. It's been great, but you know what printers need? Ink. And while it used to be a hassle to get ink, Brother's Refresh Easy print subscription has made it easy. The Brother Refresh Easy print subscription service is a printing plan that is based on the number of pages you print. You choose a monthly plan based on your print volume needs, color, black and white, and all print for one monthly cost. And instead of having to remember Remember to buy replacement ink cartridges, your printer does the work for you through an intelligent ink and toner level monitoring feature that tracks the remaining amount of ink or toner and orders it before you run out. The Brother Refresh Easy Print Subscription Service is a convenient, worry-free way to print. Each plan is flexible, and you can change or cancel your subscription anytime. any time. So what are you waiting for? Stop running out of ink when you need it most and put your printer to work with the Brother Refresh Easy Print Subscription Service by signing up at brother-usa.com slash printwithrefresh. Again, that's brother usa.com print with refresh to sign up for the brother refresh easy print subscription service and stop worrying about your ink levels all right guys let's chat skincare if your skincare routine is basically you washing your face in the shower with that one shower gel that you've been using since high school then it's time to level up your skincare game because as it turns out that regular body wash you've been using that you thought was good enough is probably damaging your skin But thanks to Lumen, you can drop that bottle of three-in-one and start using products that actually take care of your skin. With Lumen, you get the highest quality products. All their products aim to help with those stubborn acne scars, under eye circles, wrinkles, sun damage, dry skin, oily skin, you name it, it's all there. Starting with Lumen is easy. All you have to do is take a two-minute quiz on their website, and they'll tell you exactly which routine is best for your skincare needs. Gia's been using the Charcoal Face Wash and Charcoal Face Scrub, and she feels so fresh afterward. She has dry skin, so especially during the winter, it's nice to have that high Hydration and exfoliation. Also, she's a big fan of the really subtle citrus smell. Level up your skincare game with Lumen Skin today. Go to lumenskin.com slash kinda funny to get your free trial of Lumen's products. That's L-U-M-I-N Skin.com slash kinda funny for a free trial. Lumenskin.com. Over on kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. The nanobiologist tells me it was Modern Warfare 2 was shown to NFL draft prospects. It was revealed by Ahmed Gardner. So there you go. That's where it was. Bam, bam, bam. Um... Back to your regularly scheduled kind of funny games daily. Uh, Number two on the Roper Report, PlayStation is stopping sub stacking. This is Tom Ivan over at VGC. Sony has reportedly disabled PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now subscription stacking ahead of the upcoming revamp of the membership services. A growing number of PS4 and PS5 owners have been unable to extend their memberships over the last few days. And the issue appears to be widespread based on messages sent to PlayStation's official support channels and reports from forums, including Reset Era. While PlayStation has yet to officially comment on the matter, a number of affected users claim that they have been informed by Sony customer support representatives that the company has temporarily blocked subscription stacking. Quote, due to upcoming changes with the PlayStation Plus subscription, currently the PS Plus Plus stacking is not available as we have removed the ability to do that, one Reset Era user uh, was reportedly told. Quote, we understand how important this is for you, and we'll have answers on how this will work once the new PlayStation Plus membership becomes available. They added, I understand how frustrating this must be. I can only advise you wait until your current subscription is over, then use your code. Extension extension slash slash stacking is no longer available. It's believed the move may be the result of Sony attempting to stop players making savings on the revamped PlayStation Plus service, which will begin rolling out in May, structured across three payment tiers, Essential, Extra, and Premium. Earlier this month, dedicated PlayStation owners bought up years' worth of PlayStation Now subscriptions while they were still available to save money on PlayStation Plus Premium. Prior to being pulled from the the sale prior to being pulled from sale in early April, 12-month PS Now subscription cost 60 bucks. So it's previously said that when the new PlayStation uh, Plus service launches, PS Now memberships will be converted to PlayStation Plus Premium, which will cost 120 bucks a year so there you go 60 <laughs> savings and in a recently updated faq sony also confirmed that players who are subscribed to both playstation plus and playstation now when the new service launches will be migrated to playstation plus premium with a new single payment date based on whether description set to end a playstation support email sent to push square sent to a push square reader also seemingly confirmed that membership stacking has now been disabled blessing what a fucking nightmare. Like, how did no one think this through at PlayStation?
1: Uh, a lot of you are surprised that they're doing this. And I'm surprised that it took them this long to do this because 100%. I remember talking about this show, uh, uh, talking on the show a few weeks ago about how, hey, yeah, like it seems like you guys can game the system. And it seems like it's a thing that they probably want you to do because that means that you're buying these memberships anyway. Like, either way, the money's in their pocket, whether or not you're stacking PS now or stacking PS Plus and trying to get in there so that when it converts, we have longer time. I. I am not surprised they're shutting it down because they're PlayStation and they're weird. And I think they're realizing that, like, cool, you know, we let it slide for a few weeks. Now let's make that money. Like, we gave people the chance to game it. Cool, stop it. We're gonna get, we're gonna get that that that, that money for you. But yeah, I am surprised that, like, I, I do think it's funny that weirdly, if they, they let it happen for a few weeks, and all of a sudden they're like, actually, never mind. Ooh, gotta somebody finally
0: was like, shit, fuck, this is really getting us. Yeah. Like, it, it must have been the well, thing a lot where of people are doing this. You look at it and you're like, whatever. Not that many people do it. And they're like looking at the numbers and looking at the numbers. and Like, all right, a lot of people are doing it. Everyone's reporting on it. You have to do this and pull it. And of course, look like a bunch of assholes. Like 100%. Just don't do it. Just why did you even do this to begin with? Like, why did why'd you even? Once the once the ticket was punched and it was like, cool, this is how it's going to. We, we've said it is. You got to just eat it. Because yeah, now they look like just complete jerk.
1: Yeah. A lot of people are, are uh, comparing it to how Xbox would do like the, the $1 thing to get yeah. you an Xbox Game Pass. Right. And like, I think the difference there is that. Xbox is very hungry or at least was very hungry to get people next into Xbox game passes and they still are right and like they didn't, they didn't pull a move like this. But also I think on the PlayStation side, they already have you right like if you have a PlayStation, you're likely going to get PlayStation Plus, you already probably have PlayStation Plus. And I think the extra tiers are for the more hardcore people that are going to buy into that thing. And so I mean it's it, a it's a less hungry move.
0: You're exactly and you're talking about them being hungry, right? And there's a whole bunch of people that are arguing Xbox allows this. Why can't PlayStation let us do it? Uh Crush Lemons, you can still do this on Xbox. Uh Nanobiologist, they mm-hmm. still let you stack. Yeah, because they're still hungry. There's st- they don't trust me, they want you subscribed to Xbox Game Pass for as long as possible. They want you to use it, they want you to get in there. PlayStation knows this blessing is saying you'll do it, especially with these tiers, and the way they've structured the tiers too, where it's like me and gary were talking the other day where gary's like i don't know if i'll do the the premium version i was like dude it's three bucks more you're gonna do the premium version like you can't you, that's why they've priced it the way they have priced it is that you look at it and you're going, oh, it's not that much for the ultimate thing and then there'll be one thing i want to play on you know uh playstation now or whatever ps plus ps3 games or streaming or ps2 or psp yeah. or whatever like that's how they get you it's just a bad look and again it's like just such a not thought through move you know what yeah. I mean? We'll do this. And not, okay, but what about this? Ah, I'll never happen. It'll never be big enough to matter. And then it matters. You're like, fuck. All right, well, pull the plug and just tell people no now. And then they have, they've bought all these codes and now they're going to be pissed off that they bought these stupid codes that they can't stack and yada, yada, yada. What a nightmare scenario. And when I say nightmare, I mean in the grand scheme of horrible things people have to deal with at companies and playstation has to deal with in terms of bad pr this is not that high on the list right now it's a big thing. yeah. I, saying,
1: I think like Just this, this is care bad care. this is bad pr for like the hardest is the hardcore like this is bad pr for like our audience this, because our audience actually pays attention
0: most people do do not know bad and do week. not care this is a bad week for playstation yeah. PR. they'll be through this in no time and I have to worry about it Number three on the Roper Report, let's talk Rogue Legacy 2 review roundup. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Rogue Legacy 2 has officially gone into 1.0 release, and so reviews are starting to pop up. However, because it is early, a lot of them are in progress, a lot of not are no official Metacritic for you. And I actually want to start with Game Informers, uh, who recaps what's been going on, right? So this is an in-progress review, don't worry about it. But John Carson opens his review like this. After nearly two years of being playable through early access, Cellar Door Games has fully released Rogue Legacy 2. I've been grinding away at finishing the Rogue Light sequel and haven't bested its toughest challenges yet. But I don't I'm sorry, and I don't feel comfortable bestowing an official score on it until I do. However, I have poured well over 30 hours into Rogue Legacy 2 and have some thoughts to share about it in the meantime. And so then dot 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 all the way to the bottom, right? Despite my gripes with the upgrade system, uh, yeah, upgrade system, I've been having fun with Stellar Doors' new game and have been consistently surprised by synergies and new room layouts I'm discovering as I near the end of my playthrough. If you like or love Rogue Legacy and have been holding out until Early Access ended, wait no longer. Rogue Legacy 2 is a bigger and better version of the original's formula and has kept me playing for, quote, one more run, end quote, more times than I would care to admit. Be sure to check back soon for my full review in the next week or two. Uh, That's where John is over at Game Informer after two years of Early Access and it finally coming out. However, I do have a couple scores for you over at Destructoid that has a 9.5 out of 10 from Jordan DeVore. All in all, I found this game to be super satisfying some character classes are so enjoyable i could play a whole separate game parentheses not necessarily even a roguelite with only their base mechanics all of the other assorted archetypes uh, that i don't typically choose are just icing on the on top for me the classic rogue legacy roguelite hooks are still potent in the sequel and the agile combat and platforming feels fantastic once you're in it's hard to walk away I knew from my limited time with early the early access version that rogue legacy two would be great, but I don't didn't necessarily think it would go on to become one of my, one of the best games of 2022 and one of my favorite roguelite games. The competition is fierce, but it's ready. Then gamespot.com home of Tamar Hussein, the current, uh, up uh, up down oh, down up champion in K- kfw uh gave it a nine richard wakeling writes all of this makes rogue legacy 2 difficult to put down the one more run effect is in full force as you choose yet another new heir to embark on another perilous journey the introduction of distinct classes with their own unique weapons is a masterstroke that elevates this sequel by building on what was already a fantastic premise in satisfying road light, rogue light loop house rules make it more pallid pap- palatable uh, for a wider audience, uh, but also give players an opportunity to tailor the challenge to their liking, uh, even if that means increasing the difficulty. The breadth of uh, its biomes can sometimes induce backtracking as you search for the path forward, but this is a minor blemish on what is a fantastic game. Sacrificing your family tree has never felt so good. Blessing, I adored the original Rogue Legacy. It is one of those definitive Vita games for me uh, in terms of this. Were you a Rogue Legacy fan, and are these reviews doing anything for you? Ah uh, yeah no I was I was in the same uh, place as you where
1: I adored it as well and it was such a great Vita game for me but I did play a lot of it on PS4 as well when it came out on PS4 and like it was a, a like an early indie game for me uh, in like an era where you know early PS4 I think during the PS3 era I was like playing like a lot of the AAA stuff but like PS4 was when I started being like all right let me check out like this these other games and I think it it must have been a PS Plus game or I just got it on sale or something where I saw it. Remember hearing on like IGN podcasts people talking about Rogue Legacy and, and being like, ah, I should check it out and and getting really addicted. And like that was my first roguelite. It was the thing that like I think would uh, lend to me getting into games like Dead Cells and eventually Hades and eventually Returnal sure. and other similar sure. roguelite type type games. Um these reviews have me super excited. I think the one my one thing with Rogue Legacy too is that, you know, I've never I I never understood how they were going to follow up on Rogue Legacy 1 because Rogue Legacy 1 felt so perfect to me. But seeing, reading these reviews had me excited, right? It seems like uh, uh, GameSpot, uh, Destructoid, right? Like John Carson, Game Informer are all like holding hands and, and this is a worthy experience. Like this is dope. This is refining all the gameplay stuff. And even as I look at gameplay videos of Rogue Legacy 2, as I watch, I'm like, this looks like more Rogue Legacy. Like, this looks like a more polished version of Rogue Legacy, especially in terms of graphics and art style. But also, like, that's also I'm also down for that. You know, if it is that plus um, more classes, more upgrades, like uh, 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 more environments, different bosses to fight, then I'm totally down for that. That sounds like a fantastic time, and it's one that I, it's one that especially coming off of uh, I forget w- uh, which one said this. One of the reviews said that like it is one of the best games of 2022. Yeah, that is crazy praise that like has me super excited to check this thing out because that's yeah, what that i want to jordan hear devore
0: over XS1. at destructoid yeah nine five review and meanwhile while we've been live ign posted their review uh mitchell uh saltzman gives it a 9.0 so mm-hmm. yeah this is a, a great one on pc xbox i will be downloading on xbox asap as soon not as on playstation is it no 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 what a not yet time. one day you know don't worry you know you get to do all over again but it's always nice to dust off the old xbox put something on it you know that's a good point. Yeah, I haven't touched. You know what I mean? Years. Like, God, it, it, yeah. you, you know, those pu- people, they're finally getting uh, bug snacks today. You feel bad for the Xbox people. You look over there you're like, God, what are you what people was Those last do? thing I played on my Xbox. Yakuza like a dragon, maybe. Hey, <laughs> Disgusting. no reason to get it out there. Go do it. Uh, number, and then in the chat, uh, Wookie Enforcer says, I'd prefer it on Switch. Hey, brother, you're mocked to God's ear. You know what I mean? What I'm talking about Ooh. right here, PlayStation Vita. I played that thing all the time. I would love that. But of course, with Xbox Play Anywhere in the Cloud and all that jazz, right? I should be able to do it. No problem. Remote here's, play, here's, all that jazz. Here's the thing, Greg, right?
1: I was yeah. I Just now was thinking like, man, if it's not on PlayStation, where am I going to play it if it comes out on another platform? Am I going to eventually pick it back up on PlayStation and start from the beginning? I guess yeah. I'll get it on Xbox because that's a console um, and Game Pass. But it just, it just uh, occurred to me. A few days ago, I got my email for my Steam Deck. My Steam Deck? getting delivered within the next week <laughs> you motherfucker every time I'm we talk, be playing every time... rogue
0: legacy on the motherfucking steam deck well are you because you know sometimes they don't you know when, when I'm actually... gonna maybe possibly play and be yeah, playing yeah, some steam yeah, deck I'm, rogue legacy I'm opening up my Steam account right now and uh, yeah I still don't have my confirm I'm still fucking not confirmed like I mean I you know I'm confirmed to have it between April and June but like you know I oh, mean, that's so far away. I know, June's so far away. If I oh. wanted something more, I, if only we were there. We're not there. <laughs> uh, number four on the Roper Report. Uh, this is honestly kind of maybe a required reading, but I'll at least give you a bit here so we can talk about it. Uh, Balan Wonderworld director was kicked off the project, sued Square Enix. This is Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. Yuji uh, Naka, the former head of so- Sonic Team at Sega and the director of the disastrous musical platformer Balan Wonderworld, says he was removed from the game's development six months before its completion, and that he sued publisher Square Enix over that decision uh, naka said his court case is now over and he's no longer bound by company rules but did not disclose his resolution in a lengthy twitter thread posted thursday uh, naka apologized to fans who bought ballon wonder world which he described as unfinished according to a translation of naka's comments According to Naka, he was removed as director of Bound Wonderworld by the game's producer, head of marketing, head of sound, managing director, and human resources department for two reasons. One issue that caused conflict during development, Naka said, citing court documents, was a promotion that used a YouTuber's piano arrangement of music from from Bound Wonderworld instead of the original composition. Naka said he insisted that the original be released. The second issue was a disagreement with uh, RSS, the game's developer, over the quality of the game. Naka said he made comments to Arzest about improving um oh, sorry about improvements to Balin Wonder World and bug fixes that were not addressed, leading to a quote unquote ruined relationship with Arzest. Naka further apologized to fans for not interacting with them on social media, saying he was restricted from doing so by Square Enix. He said he believes Square Enix not value g- fans or games themselves mm. based on his experience developing Balon Wonder World yikes blessing what do you take on this one did you get a chance to read through this i didn't get to read the full thing because it was a very long
1: thread but i did skim through it to kind of get the idea of what he was talking about and that is a bummer like that fucking sucks that even he was like yeah man this game isn't like this game isn't shaping up the way it, it should be and square enix as a as a response right looking at the game looking at the progress goes we're taking you off and releasing it anyway like we know this game is bad but hey we're putting it out and that falls in line with square enix like we've had the quiet man before we've had other games that have come <laughs> out that have been like <laughs> fucking terrible and they just do not give a fuck um i i got a lot of you questions had the about quiet square enix. man before <laughs> <laughs> like i got a lot of questions just about how they operate because i feel like there's such a weird like every now and then square enix will put out a fucking masterpiece and then sure. they'll put out just a bunch of games that for them very much underdeliver, and like they they call it out as underdelivering, right like we all know Avengers, right? But then you go to, like, you know, I, I think uh, Hitman failed to to reach expectations for Square Tomb Enix, Tomb Raider, right? yeah, the list goes on. Tomb Raider, yeah. I think Outriders probably did, too. Like, I feel like they have a lot of games that Guardians? come out.
0: Guardians, did they say that about Guardians this time around? I can't remember.
1: <laughs> oh, I think, yeah, they must have said that about Guardians. Like, I, it, it seems like that is a trend for them, and it makes me worry for... What their direction is as a company it feels like you know we talk i talk a lot about on games daily about ubisoft and how like i look at ubisoft's output and i look at the shifts they're trying to make and i get very worried and concerned about like hey you guys are throwing a lot of a lot of shit at the wall and a lot of it isn't sticking like what happened to hyperscape what happened to x defiant what happened to like where's roller champions where's xyz feeling even though i think roller champions got a date recently but it seems I like digress. <laughs> i digress it seems like there's a lot there where it's like are you guys good like do you guys know what you're doing as a company and I, square enix honestly i look at them and i think the same thing but it's a bit more low-key because like we just don't talk about it as much because we do get the occasional final fantasy 7 remake and we do sure. get guardians of the galaxy and guardians of the galaxy is good but then you talk to square enix and they're like well actually underperformed right and we also
0: get the avengers of the world and it's like what's going on <laughs> like what is happening at square enix 100 percent. and so yeah it's uh, interesting you know what the bean counters are and how they match it all up and what goes on. But then you yeah, had to have this, uh, your court case is over and now it's time to flame square enix. Go get them, UG. You know what I mean? Just get out there and tell the world your story about battle in wonder uh, number five and final on the Roper Report, this is one specifically for you and me, Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. The Quarry has 186 endings. This is Wesley LeBlanc, a yes. game informer. Super Massive Games' is next foray into horror, The Quarry, the studio's spiritual successor to Until Dawn, is due out June 10th. As we creep closer to the release date, more and more information about the title has come to light. Much of that comes by way of IGN, as The Quarry is this month's feature, featured IGN first game, and in a recent interview with director Bill, I'm sorry, Will Biles, who also directed Until Dawn, it was revealed that the quarry has 186 endings. It's quite a lot. And it sounds like players will be able to play through the quarry dozens of times without having the same experience. Here's what Biles had to say in, about the 200 endings or developing for that. Those stories as you those stories as you kind of branch through go wide and they start to come back in again. It's kind of like the story itself is the variation, not always just the end. We worked out 186 different endings for these characters, not just alive or dead, but a whole variation of things like what could happen to them. But the stories uh, that can happen are massively varied uh Continuing, Biles said that big choices in the game are denoted as path changes. These drastically affect the game's outcome. Where whereas smaller choices simply color the characters you are playing as, or change the context in which someone else talks about your characters or how they feel about them. You'll also see a pop-up on the screen that tells you how your actions affect someone. If you're a super massive fan like me and blessing the butterfly effect, you're super used to all this different stuff popping up in your games. To manage so many endings, Biles says separating the game's characters in classic horror fashion makes it much easier because if something happens to someone that's alone it doesn't affect everyone else for example however he says that killing someone is binary they're either alive or dead the choices that don't result in death make the branching of the quarry's narrative so exponential bile reveals are you excited i can't fucking wait
1: I'm so excited. Like, I mean, this sounds like what they've done before, but I don't. I, I've never counted the endings in any of the the other Supermassive games. I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that there weren't 186. Uh, that is a crazy number, but also, like, I love that they're talking about. Hey, it's not just life or death, right? We are talking about the way characters interact with other characters, the way story progresses. Like, I, 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 I think Supermassive have nailed the uh, what they're going for in terms of the these narrative games that are horror that are like anybody can live or die. Like, I think they've done such a good job of. Figuring out and like they've had some some bumps right like me and Madonna wasn't great like they've had the the stumbles here and there but I think the more they go the more they identify what actually works and once they start to polish that out, that allows them to do more and that allows them to explore like what they can do with narrative, what they can do with character. And so like the quarry being something that is separate from the Dark Pictures the Anthology has me so excited for it because it makes me think that sc- scope wise, this is going to be longer, right? You are going to have more characters to 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 uh, invest into. You're going to have more e- endings and variations, all that stuff. And it might be an actual return to what we had with Until Dawn. Uh, I'm so
0: excited for this. Can't wait. Very excited for uh, the quarry. Obviously, we love streaming massive over here. I'm down to stream it, yeah. Doing. Is this one we can play together uh, online, or, or is it, uh, it, we've asked this question
1: before? I think we'll it, have, it. it definitely has like a kindofyingcom slash it has co-op at least local and i think it has it has like a movie theater mode But i forget if it is like dark pictures where you each control a different character in different scenes
0: kind of funny.com slash you're wrong while you do that i will give you one last thing it's breaking we'll talk probably more about it on ps i love you xoxo filming this afternoon patreon.com slash kind of funny games uh matt wells at Eurogamer has this one it looks like the first batch of ps plus premium tier classic games has leaked on psn uh jumping into the middle of it right it's talking about the fact that right now granted there are only three such titles to be found at present all from publisher bandai namco tekken 2 and mr driller for playstation 1 and ridge racer for psp but it does suggest that the floodgates are slowly uh starting to open as publishers move their classic games to get ready for the playstation plus launch so keep your eyes peeled on that bless i can't wait to play all of these games on playstation plus but the new PlayStation Plus is still so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the and Grop shops today, where would I go? You would go to the official list of upcoming software
1: across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday.
0: Yeah. yeah. Look at these are my Puzzle Quest dice that also came. No, i have dice plus i have all sorts puzzle of Puzzle quest is just funding your existence aren't they wow i mean they just sent me one packet i have two pillows too i put it up on instagram phone go look at me instagram.com slash kind no game this no game, over game day, journalist no. just accepting all these gifts from, from puzzle quest listen motherfucker i've been in the tank for puzzle quest since 2007 don't worry about what i'm doing now in 2022 with this game fucking can't wait uh, you know what i'll you know what fuck you i'll start right there where was it i'm not it's not even today and while we were live, announced new dates. Puzzle Quest Three is get on its May third oh, reset. Is getting a new class, seasons, and so much more. Go find out about it. I can't wait for it. I'll be playing it uh, out today. Though Serious Fun Football demos on Steam. Arise: a Simple Story is on Switch. Bug Snacks is on Switch, Xbox, and Xbox One for the first time. The Bug Snacks DLC, uh, Big Snacks Island or whatever they're calling it, is out on the uh, the other PlayStation and uh, PC uh, platform as well cities vr quest i'm sorry cities vr is on quest uh haiku the robot is on mac and pc kaiju wars is on pc rico london is on all the xboxes rogue legacy 2 motherfuckers is on pc and all the xboxes sea of craft is on pc sherlock holmes chapter one is on playstation 4 uh the house of the dead remake is on pc ps4 uh stadia and xbox one trigon space story is on pc uh New Game Plus is only the beginning of Techland support for Dying Light 2 Stay Human this week with a double XP weekend kicking off today alongside a contest to win the Pilgrims handbook. Man, remember Dying Light 2 when we played that this year? And we had a great time with it, but that feels like it was 19 years ago. Yeah. What a game. Exact, except the ending. Executives and gun runners are netting big profits uh this week in GT Online with a 50% boost in rewards on all special cargo and gun running cell missions. Uh while the latest uh, business discounts are all available for players to get in illicit activities. Uh new DLC Golden Japan is available for Horizon Chase Mobile Edition. Uh Tasomachi. Behind the Twilight is now available on Switch and PS4 and then Immortal Life releases today on Steam early access. New dates for you, uh, October 8th through and the 9th you're getting the Persona Super Live P Sound Wish 2022 crossing journey has been announced, uh, tune in for two days of music from across the persona series, including special guest appearances, streaming tickets go on sale worldwide in early May, uh, new PlayStation, a new PlayStation Indies trailer has stray in it. And it says summer for a release date. Something to keep your eye on psionics, the San Diego video game developer announced that formula one is coming back to rocket league with the 2022 formula one fan pass available on all platforms starting May 4th. Remember if you play rocket league on any platform, you can use the epic creator code kind of funny, uh, Be Funny Now, the competitive party game is coming out Tuesday, May 17th on Steam uh, App Store for iOS and Google Play for Android. Uh, Catalyst Black is launching on PC May 25th. And then once more, just to close it out, Puzzle Quest 3, motherfuckers, May 3rd reset, new character, season's debut. I can't wait. I put up a tweet yesterday, too. If you're still playing Puzzle Quest 3, respond to that tweet, and I'll get you into the Kind of Funny kingdom because I'm going to clean that up. Blessing. Greg. Would you like some deals of the day where you could save a buck or two while you play some video games? I would. Uh, we, they, uh, Amazon has announced the Prime Gaming deals for May. Starting in May, you can snag exclusive content for Lost Ark, Lords Mobile, Brawlhalla, Destiny 2, FIFA 22, and Grand Theft Auto Online, and so many more. Uh, the free games for May uh, are six titles, including Dead Space 2, The Curse of Monkey Island, Out of Line, Mail Mole Plus Express Deliveries, <laughs> Cat Quest, and Shattered Tale of the Forgotten King. And then the Amazon Luna Prime Gaming channel rotates its new titles to check out for free in May, including... Ghost Runner, Ride Four, Monster Truck Championship, and Metal Slug Three. Plus, it my own my own deal of the
1: day. Please do, uh, please do. There's a PlayStation sale that's going on. I I've had Zero Escape, the non-re games, on my wish list forever, and I've been waiting for it to go on sale. That game is currently on sale for nine dollars, and so
0: you can be like me and purchase that game. Uh, I've like been curious plus, about playing it for a long time. Like High like plus. Um, we to be watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Uh, biologist says Marvel, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy initially underperformed for Square Enix, but it's made up some ground since then. Uh, he links to an IGN article, but that's all we need to know. Uh, Nanobiologist then also talks about the Quarry's local multiplayer mode, which revolves around a more traditional take on co-op. Players choose one or more of the consoles and pass the controller around. Uh, oh, in addition, the Quarry features online multiplayer mode that allows you to invite up to 7. And other friends not to not just watch uh, your playthrough but also vote on key decisions, okay? Mm. So, mm, okay, mm, 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 mm. Co-op, the quarry co op support status available at launch. One, lo- one local, one online multiplayer mode. Okay. Um, everybody's talking about the quarry what
1: they need is a streamer thing, mode uh, which i wouldn't be surprised if they end up adding that later like a mode where it is you let the twitch audience decide the choices for you i love when games
0: have that sure yeah it's always fun ladies and gentlemen you know what else is always fun kind of funny games daily of course we have one day left in the week that means that tomorrow you will get blessing and tim hosting kind of funny games daily to close out your week and have a good time remember you of course can be part of the show patreon.com slash kind of funny games or writing with your questions comments concerns to get the show ad free and of course to go watch us do the post show right after this uh of course if you want to sign up right now you can catch that post show when we post it but more importantly you could watch me blessing janet and boss baby barry corney recording ps i love you xoxo this afternoon at 12 30 just about an hour from now So we really got to fucking, I guess 1 o'clock, 12.50 is call time. Whatever, it doesn't matter. We got to get going. We got things to do to plan this fucking show. Uh, If you got no books tossed way though, remember Kind of Funny Games daily runs you through the nerdy news you need to know about each and every weekday. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Roosterteeth.com. Podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get it, please like, subscribe, share, kick in a few bucks if you can. If you're watching live on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games right now, Snowbike Mike and Nick Scarpino are about to do the Kind of Funny morning show, followed by some House of the Dead remake. But like I said, we have a post show to do. So until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.